Chapter 21 of Things Worth Doing and How to Do Them. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Kylan Weber from BridgeRecording.com. Things Worth Doing and How to Do Them by Lena Beard and Adelia B. Beard. The Pharaohs of Alexandria and the Mausoleum of Halicarnassus. Lay that you are Sostratus of Sinaitis, a great architect, and that you lived in the city of Alexandria, on the coast of Egypt. Here there is a king called Ptolemy, who desires you to erect a building different from any ever known. He wants something grand, original, and unique, an immense structure, adapted to an entirely new purpose. You must make it of white stone and do your very best. For you have the honor of building the Pharos of Alexandria, the first lighthouse ever known. Think what that means. When it is finished, the people from other countries will see your Pharos and wonder why it never occurred to them to build a lighthouse, and they will hurry to erect similar structures on their coasts, that sailors on all seas may have guides in times of danger and not be dependent upon bonfires burning at the entrances of harbors. These chance watchfires are now the only kind of lighthouses the people have, so get ready your material and make preparations for building that you may help the poor sailors. Remember, though, that we are living in the 3rd century B.C. and that we are not in the United States, but on the island of Pharos. Select the eastern extremity of the island for your building lot. It happens that your lighthouse will be on an island in the identical Mediterranean Sea in which the Colossus was reared. Only, not on the same side of the water, the island of Pharos has a neck of land built by men which stretches through the water to the city of Alexandria, making it easy to go back and forth for building material. You must have plenty of ground space for your new style of beacon light because the foundation is to be very large, about 600 feet square, and the building will be many stories, growing smaller and smaller in size as the stories extend upward. The lighthouse must be 500 feet high, that the light may be seen miles out at sea. Building the Pharaohs of Alexandria Stiff, white paper will answer for the stone. Figure 316 Begin with a piece of paper like this. Figure 317. Run a line across one side. Figure 318. Make another line on the opposite side. Cut the foundation piece like figure 315 with a square center measuring 5 inches along the dotted lines on each of the four edges. Near two of the edges are long slits AA. Extending out from the center square, there are four sides of the square each an inch and a half in depth. On one end of each side, there is a flap, C, at the opposite end, a slit, B, and two of the sides have an extra extension, or bottom flap, D. Cut all of the heavy lines and carefully crease the dotted lines. The best way to make figure 315 is to cut a piece of paper 8 inches wide and 11 inches long, figure 316. 
Run a line lengthwise across one inch and a half from the outer edge, figure 317. Repeat the same on the opposite edge, figure 318. Then mark a line across each of the ends three inches from the edge, figure 319. Make another line midway between this line and the edge at each end, which will bring the division one inch and a half from the edge EE, figure 320. Crease all the lines. Bidding them inward, open out the paper after each folding. And when all the lines have been creased and opened, you will find it very easy to mark and cut the sides and flaps of figure 315. Figure 322, second story of Pharos of Alexandria. Figure 323, third story of Pharos of Alexandria. Figure 324, fourth story of Pharos of Alexandria. Cut three more papers for the next three stories. Divide them with lines like figures 316, 317, 318, 319, 320, and cut them like figures 322, 323, 324. The centers of these must each be smaller than the last, measuring respectively 4, 3, and 2 inches square. But the depth of the sides remain the same. The size of your second story paper will be 10 by 7 inches. The third... 9 by 6 inches, and the fourth, having the bottom flaps, measure 1 instead of 1 and a half inches, as do the others. Requires paper 7 by 5 inches. Figures 321, 322, 323, 324 are given to show the relative sizes of the four stories when the paper is cut and laid out flat. The diagrams are also extended to explain the cutting of the slits on the center squares. Notice that in the first story, figure 321, as in the additional three stories, neither of the ends of the left-hand slit reaches to the edge of the square, while the right-hand slit, HH, figure 321, touches at one edge. In the second story, figure 322, the right-hand slit not only runs to the edge of the square, but there turns at right angles and extends through the edge of the paper GG. The right-hand slit of the third story, figure 323, differs from the other two. It runs within a short distance of the edge of the square where it turns at right angles, making a straight line to the adjoining side of the square. There, turning again at a sharp angle, the slit reaches entirely through the edge of the paper HH. Figure 323. In the fourth story, figure 324, the slits are cut like those in the first story II. Figure 324. Being the long slit, figure 325 gives a diagram for the fifth story, which is the top one. Figure 325, fifth story of Pharaohs of Alexandria. Figure 326, the pitchwood fire. This room has large openings in the four sides to allow the beacon light to shine out into the dark night. The center of the diagram, figure 325, is one inch square. Two of the sides have slits cut near each side edge of the windows. On the other sides of the squares are extending flaps. Cut all the heavy lines and bend inward and crease all the dotted lines. Then put the top story together in proper form by sliding the four side edge flaps through the slits 
which will bring the edges of the sides together, forming the four corners of the room. Bend back and crease down the portion of the flaps which extend inside the room. Do this to make the fastening secure. Use strips of bright red and orange colored tissue paper cut into fringe on one edge and twisted together into a bunch as in figure 326. For the pitch wood fire which is to gleam out upon the treacherous approaches to the harbor. Having fuel for the make-believe fire and white stone or paper cut ready for building, your lighthouse may be erected in a few moments. Pierce a small hole in the exact center of figure 324C and bend down the sides, allowing the side flap of each to extend around the corner, and on the outside of the adjoining side, slip the end of each flap through the slit which it covers, shown by B, figure 315, and bend back the end that comes through on the inside, fit the end of fire, figure 326, tightly into hole C on top of figure 324, and the work will resemble figure 327. Through the two slits on each side of the fire, slide the two bottom flaps of the fifth or top story, flatten the ends of the flaps up tight to the underside of the top of the fourth story. Be sure to keep the front side of each succeeding story directly under the front side of the one over it that the steps may fit in place. Fasten each lower story to the one above in the same way that you attach the fourth to the fifth. Figure 327, fourth story with pitch wood fire ready for fifth story. When the pharos is finished, make the three flights of white marble steps leading to the top of the lighthouse. Cut the top flight, figure 328, of stiff white paper. Let it measure one half inch in width and four and one half inches in length, including the top landing. The side extension K of the landing should be three quarters of an inch long. Fold the flat, straight strip of paper back and forth many times in a fan fashion and crease firmly to form steps, figure 329. Slip the extension K into the slit I on the right-hand side of the top of the fourth story and slide the bottom of the stairs into the slit H on the left-hand edge of the third story. Make the next flight of steps, like the top ones, only longer, five and one-half inches in length before being creased. Place the end of the platform extension over the bottom of the top flight, run it through the slit H which turns at right angles from the edge and fasten the bottom of the steps in the right-hand slit, edge G, of the second story. Attach the third flight of marble steps diagonally across the second story in the same manner. The paper strip for these last should measure, when flat, 7 inches in length. Figure 328, top flight of marble steps. Figure 329, top flight with steps creased ready to attach to lighthouse. Figure 330, statue. So the real Sostratus of Sinaida had a natural island on which to erect his lighthouse. But you may have the fun of making one of your pharaohs find a box a little larger than the lighthouse and cover it loosely with any kind of stiff cloth.
have the cloth smooth and tight only over the space on which the pharos is to stand. On all the other portions of the box, the covering should be irregularly placed so that it will jut out in places, fold in others, and have as much the appearance of an immense rough rock as possible. If the box is of pasteboard, sew the cover on with a stitch here and there. If of wood, tack the cover on. When ready, glue or tack the island on a foundation of wood or one of heavy pasteboard covered with sea blue cloth or paper to represent the waters of the Mediterranean Sea. Give the island a very light coat of varnish or glue except the central space reserved for the lighthouse. Be careful not to allow the glue to dampen the cloth sufficiently to make it limp. While the glue is moist, sprinkle generously with sand. When dry, Glue on the pharos. Turn inward the down-hanging bottom flaps and glue them down securely to the stone. Draw the statue, figure 330, on white paper and cut it out. Then cut a slip up through the center of its stand. Bend the stand at the dotted line, one half of it forward, the other half backward, and paste the statue upright on top of the building. If you would like to do just as a real architect Sostratus did, write your name in this way. Sostratus of Sinaitis to the rescuing gods for the benefit of sailors. On one side of the first story of the pharos, then paint over it with white paint so that the name cannot be seen. After the paint has dried, write over the white paint, King Ptolemy. Sostratus of old carved his name deep on the stone wall of the building, then plastered over it and set the king's name in the plaster. Instead of the plaster, you have used paint. Now place the pharos in the bright sunlight. Let it stand between you and the light with the corners of one of the front edges toward you and see how well it appears and how closely the colored tissue resembles real fire burning and shining brightly from the top openings. Make tiny paper boats, not over an inch in length, with wee paper sails and scatter them on the make-believe water. The contrast in size of the pharos and the boats will give a faint idea of the huge proportions of the lighthouse. Call in your friends and let them enjoy the lighthouse with you. Tell them that they must pretend that the structure is gigantic in size, that the laborers were paid only 20 cents a day, and even with such low wages, the pharos cost over a million dollars. Explain to them how all lighthouse of the Roman world were named pharos after your building, because yours was the first and marks an epoch in the world's history. Say to the boys and girls that this white building you are showing them is one of the seven wonders of the world. And beside being very beautiful, it is one of the most useful of all the seven wonders. You must make believe that your pharos was completed in the year 282 BC and remained standing 16 centuries. Turn a square or nearly square pasteboard box upside down. On the center of the top, glue a pasteboard cella made like the one in the Temple of Diana, chapter 23. Surround the cella with paper pillars made in the same manner as those in chapter 23 and glue them along the four edges of the box. 
Cover all with a pasteboard ceiling glued on, then make a pyramid of white pasteboard, similar to the Egyptian pyramid, but let this one have a flat top. Fasten the pyramid on top of the ceiling and paste four paper horses with chariot and driver on a small box on top of the pyramid. Glue the structure on a board and make two small boxes for each ground corner. Fasten these in place and paste a paper horse with a rider on top of each box. Then your mausoleum will be finished. Figure 331. The building should be white. The original was a monument in memory of Marsalos and was built by his wife Artemisia. It stood in the city of Korea on the southwestern tip of Asia Minor in the year 353 B.C. End of chapter 21